Hello, hope everyone's staying safe and watching plenty of anime because now is the time and I won't tell anybody. Today we'll be talking about Lupin III, The Castle of Cagliostro, directed by Miyazaki himself with a very special guest, one of my best friends, Gabriel Montemayor. But before we get into that, please email me where you listen to this show. Is it while you're driving? Is it on an Alexa device? Is it while you're playing Animal Crossing? Would love to hear from you, but would especially love to hear from you about tomorrow's movie due by March 27th at noon. We will be watching Wake in Fright, the 1971 thriller from Down Under. The movie is available to stream with a Prime subscription on Amazon or Tubi, or it can be rented off of YouTube for three bones. Please email any thoughts or comments you have on the movie to projectorfuel at gmail.com. I will read your comments on the show, and we can learn a little bit from each other. All right, let's check in with Gabe. Adam, ask him how he's doing. Hello, Gabe. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, but how about you? I'm doing okay. So uh, we watched Lupin Third, The Castle of Cagliostro. What did you think? Initial thought? Uh, I thought it was cool. I saw that it was like an older movie. My first thought is with older movies, like sometimes they don't age too well. The humor is a little weird, but I think this one aged really well. Um, the animation was really good. And then it was just like a really good action adventure movie. So I, I really liked it. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. So this came out uh, 1979. Uh, and I was looking at movies that came out the same year just to sort of get into that mindset. Uh-huh. And uh, there's Apocalypse Now, Alien, Mad Max, Stalker, The Warriors, <laughs> Life of Brian. A good year. Yeah, it was a really good year. And it's cool that uh, this is the year that, that Miyazaki burst onto the scene with his first uh, feature. Um, and then he doesn't end up doing Nausicaa until 1984. And then after that, it's all history, obviously. Right, yeah. So what is your, just to get a feel for your taste, what are some of your favorite movies? Um, I would say, you mentioned one of them alien is pretty cool i like alien and blade runner um i'd say those are up there for me just because i really like the world building that they do in those and what they do with making a really unique setting and making you feel like it's something totally new but it's really well done and you feel like you're right in there with them i also like wes anderson's rushmore that's a good one i think another one we saw recently together tokyo godfathers was really good i felt really connected with all of their individual stories Storyline. Tokyo Godfather has definitely become one of my favorites too. I haven't seen an anime movie since I last saw that with you in theaters. I know you're a big world guy. What did you think of uh, the animation style in Lupin the Third? There's a lot of cool details in this from those cool rings that they have, his weird gadget belt that has a whole bunch of gears in it. You do see a lot of cool um, animation during all the car scenes and chase scenes and all the action scenes too. So the animation is really cool and definitely holds up. Absolutely. I think immediately when the movie starts, you can kind of get a feel for Miyazaki's style in there, but it was a little bit rougher, not as detailed. But there was one shot in particular that I really liked. Pretty early on when they first look at the castle, the camera kind of pulls back and you see the castle and then you see them staring at it and the clock towers on the right. And it was just so beautiful. It was, it was cool to see that uh, there was so much artistry going on, even in the 1979 anime film. Definitely good uh, visually and animation wise. Yeah. And when it starts off, you 
kind of get a different feel from other Miyazaki films. There's a lot of violence that you normally wouldn't see in his movies. Usually mm-hmm. people aren't just shooting weapons. Usually if they are, it's for a purpose, like in a war or something. There's also the uh, the opening credits when it has that song. That's, it was a very nice song. It was more of like a nostalgic trip, a nostalgic anime opening instead of uh, what Miyazaki might normally do. Definitely seems like that soundtrack is from that time frame but it it fits really well and the music and the background sound soundtrack all combines really well with all the visuals for sure do you have a favorite character carl carl (laughs) the dog (laughs) (laughs) okay good choice beauty yeah actually seriously i don't know i think it's it seems like it, it's all Lupin. Right. I would probably just say Lupin. I mean, there was a lot of good personalities in there, but Lupin's like a whole serialized manga series and uh, other anime series that involve him and the other characters. This was my first foray into the Lupin universe. They, they all have pretty unique personalities and uh, you kind of get that idea. They did that so well. Like I just jumped right into the middle of just one of their random adventures and then I'm already comfortable with all of them. Do you have a favorite scene? Maybe just the wedding scene that has some of the cool action bits in it. I really liked when he had all those fireworks come out of his trench coat. And then I also really liked, there's a few car chase scenes in there. And I think those are all done really well. You can tell even from this movie that Miyazaki has a big fascination with machines. I was thinking like all the animations for all the vehicles and the cars specifically was done really well. Like one of the cars got a flat tire and it just looked really cool. When they're turning, they're on the side two wheels, that helicopter that the Count owns is really cool too. The copter, sort of like his quirky uh, machine style, even in, you know, in his next movie, Nausicaa, she's riding that sideways flying surfboard thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Going back to the wedding scene, and what I really liked about it was the uh, detective, they, they, he has to put on that whole act so that he can clear his name and show that they are counterfeiting money and the camera follows him down there and he's acting like a goof, like, oh, what is all this stuff? I thought that was a pretty good moment for his character. I think if I had to pick a favorite little moment in the movie i really liked when uh you know lupin's infiltrating there's some pretty good gags in there like when he's sw- trying to swim up the waterfall oh. um but it, uh, my favorite part is when he's on top of the roof and uh he's trying to get to the other side to where the uh where the princess is and he's yeah. just having a bad time with that little rocket and then he ends up like running down the roof and somehow jumping over to it i feel like there's a lot of whimsical little cartoony type things in there that- yeah and like you were saying with the the car going onto two wheels mm-hmm. um another little like quirk when Lupin and his buddy are eating spaghetti in the tavern oh, yeah. and they're like fighting over it but he like twirls it up in a in a funny way and he gets all of it cool to see uh Miyazaki being so strong right off the bat I was looking it up beforehand and he worked on uh several episodes of the Lupin animated series before this yeah I wonder if that's worth checking out or if this is kind of just the best thing in the series that's something I wanted to ask the, the listeners out there Gabe and I watch a lot of anime on occasion if you could email us let us know if you're a big Lupin head Where's a good place to start? What are the ones to check out? I know there's series that are ongoing now. Adult Swim has, uh, I think, some of the most recent series available. All right, you heard him, Lupin Heads. I, I really like uh, the scene when uh, Lupin is with the, the princess and he's kind of wooing her. He's acting really strange. He's moving his fist back and forth and then he has that little gadget with the fl- 
flags, all of his like little toy gadgets. They're all like pretty professional spy or thief gadgets, but they all look like toys. He's even uh, talking through a uh, microphone that looks like a little die. When he's talking through that die, the fake ring that he gives to the princess too, I think there's like a little fuzz ball that, that jumps out of that. That was good. And, and that was, it was cool to see all those twists. I would assume that like that the twists are pretty common in the series for him to like pull off something or do the old switcheroo. As the movie ended, uh, what, what, what were the emotions you were feeling? I feel like it was really enjoyable to watch. It was a good action adventure movie. I think I connected to it a little bit more at the end as everything was kind of winding up and Lupin makes that decision to like run off. I'm sure it has to happen so he can have more adventures. As the song was playing at the end and he's being chased, there was a, a strong uh, like romantic sense in the movie. Not like in the lovey-dovey way, but in the like nostalgic. This was capturing like a moment back in the day and I can feel what people watching that movie might have been feeling. I may have had those feelings. I think I was just more so feeling that I wasn't connected to the characters. I was trying to think of what Lupin's character arc in the movie is and I if there is a change that goes on it has to be with him being a womanizer and I guess not staying with the girl at the end even that that happens so quickly even though I'm not sure if I did feel any strong emotional feelings about it I'm not I still feel like I enjoyed the movie regardless what is your favorite Miyazaki it's a cop-out probably just spirited away next to that I would probably say Princess Mononoke because I like how big and grand that one is and then that one also has a good amount of action in it as well I, it's hard to say because i mean they're all so enjoyable and they, they but they do rank in tiers a little bit like you could group up bearded away howls castle in the sky nausicaa in the bottom tier <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And and then, you know, like my, my Neighbor Totoro is obviously like a pretty wonderful film, but I personally am not going to put that one on because it's it's more for a younger audience. But where would you where would you rank this one? Would you would you leave it at the bottom or would you put it somewhere in the middle? I don't know. It's it's weird saying one of these movies is at the bottom. I really enjoyed this movie. I feel like you know, it was more of a conventional story with more conventional characters as opposed to his other movies. There's no girl that's turning into a fish or god deer thing in the forest or anything like that uh, you would still like be proud to call it a Miyazaki film yeah I think it, it's done really well even being different than his other movies definitely done really well this is a little glimpse into a, an alternate universe maybe where Miyazaki makes commercial films instead of him having a bunch of creative free reign it's cool to see him doing a different type of movie or maybe within different restrictions you know there's all these characters that already exist that he has to work with so that that was cool to see so do you have any final thoughts definitely a good movie really easy to watch if you like Miyazaki or you're a Lupin head you'll definitely like this movie <laughs> <laughs> rapid fire who would you recommend this to your mom your dad or your brother my brother okay no my <laughs> too late <laughs> <laughs> okay buddy well before I let you go um how are you doing in the quarantine? I think pretty good. I, I feel like uh, feel like I'm adjusting pretty well. I get to just watch movies and sleep in a little bit more. So those two things are pretty nice given the situation. It's sort of a weird distancing ourselves from stress, but also being stressed out from a whole new phenomenon. Right. I don't know what is going on. But we're at home. So right, yeah, and then I get like thirty more minutes of sleep. Yeah, we'll see what happens. C'est la vie. C'est la vie, as they say 
in Castle Cagliostro. There it is. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for joining me today. It was great talking to you, and uh, I hope uh, I get to talk to you more soon. All right, Adman. I'll, I'll see you around. See you, buddy. Cut. Thank you so much to my good buddy Gabe for joining me in discussion today, and thank you all for checking out the podcast. Remember to email me with any thoughts on Wake and Fright by tomorrow at noon, the 27th, at projectorfuel at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. Special thanks to at the work of Rhea on Instagram for her picture in our profile. Hope everyone's staying safe and staying indoors, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>